All right, so let's go ahead and chit-chat for a minute. All right, so we are basically in the crux of this season. And we have to we seen enough football to, the, to possibly determine who are the contenders and who are the pretenders. Now, we did a show about this a while back. That was us guessing before how things turned out. So, take it away. Who are your contenders and who are your pretenders? I got seven contenders right now, all spread it across the board, AFC and NFC. Mm-hmm. I got the Bills being my first team that I was to mention, simply because finally the Bills and, and Josh Allen is finally coming to whatever they was the birthing of Josh Allen is finally here, I believe. <laughs> um, I got the Bills. I got the Eagles. Eagles been playing great. Uh, the Chiefs, of course. Uh, Giants. Giants in the house. Vikings and the Niners. Okay. I feel like the, the more healthier the 49ers get, it's more scarier, especially on that defense. Their defense is crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy, crazy good. And with Christian McCaffrey going over there, um, now Debo Samuel don't have to play running back and receiver. So mm-hmm. now they can really run that run pass option that they be wanting to to, to, to run. And Christian McCaffrey is, is a strong runner, and I believe he's going to have a lot more success with the, with San Fran than he did in Carolina, simply because first off, Kyle Shanahan is one of the greatest offensive minded coaches in the league right now. Um. So I, I got those. Are, those are my seven uh, contenders: uh, the Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Giants, Vikings, and Niners. Okay. My pretenders is the Titans. I don't think you can beat nobody with just Derrick Henry anymore. I'm sorry. We've seen it from the Bills when y'all played the Bills. They made him stop his feet. I mean, you're not. I don't think you can. You're not going to be able to rely on just Derrick Henry to get you there. Yeah. Uh, the Chargers is the pretender. Um, I got the Raiders, which is a huge pretender, which was supposed to be on the contending list when they signed, went and signed all that money to Devontae Adams, but I don't know what happened there. But he I got, got the mad. Packers being a, a pretender, the Bucks being a pretender, and Seattle being a pretender. I also had the Ravens being on a pretender, but before I did that, I I, I got them. I'll, I'll make that my third team to be in between because it's still not enough to be seen to say that the Ravens are really a pretender right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, they've been having a few issues with the play calling from John Harbaugh. <laughs> uh, but I can't say, I can't say y'all pretending, pretending right now. I believe y'all a little in between. And speaking of in between teams, my other two outside of the Ravens is the Dolphins, simply mm-hmm. because. The Dolphins really started off well. I mean, had people scared. Right. They are, right now, it's kind of slowing down. The systematics, I mean, I guess the league had to realize, oh, this is still the same guy that was with Tyreek I mean, Tyre Hill. It's still the same guy that was with Kansas. Yep. One trick pony. It's still the same guy. It might, it might, be, might be a different scheme or the way they use him, but it's still the same guy. Mm-hmm. I believe they're in between right now, uh, and they just got two of that. So let's see whether they can get back on track of what they was doing before he got hurt. 
And last but not least, I have the Patriots being in between a contender and a pretender, simply because I believe Zappe just won his starting job. Oh, obviously. If and not, honest, and honestly, he, he's been statistically. I mean, in college, in high school, and into this point, Zafé is a pretty solid quarterback. So, mm-hmm. yeah, those, those those are my teams, contending, okay. pretending, and in between. Okay. So, <laughs> you sound like you had some notes there. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> all right, so I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to do mine a little different. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the same format that you did, if you don't mind. All right, so <laughs> for my contenders... Again, I went league-wide. Buffalo is the number one target. It's like yours. I mean, let's face it. Honestly, I feel like this is their year. Next, you, next you got Kansas City. You know, they had a couple of hiccups. You know, here and there. But I think, you know, usual suspects. And Philadelphia. Philadelphia is surprising me this year. But I think I said over the summer that Philly could possibly contend for that division this year. Um, let me see. My, my a couple of more contenders. I'm gonna be crazy and say the New York Giants. And I got them on my list too. I'm, I'm gonna be a little crazy. Right that currently they're six and one. Um the New York Giants, like I like I said when we was talking about the picks. The Giants are playing. They, they're playing good ball. I mean, they're finding ways to get wins. They, they, you know, they're not going to blow nobody out. But at the same time, when it when it comes time for the defense to stand up, they stand up. When it comes time for Saquon Barkley to get his wheels right, he gets his wheels right. Mainly in the fourth quarter, but you you know you get the gist of it. And my final contender, honestly. And this, it, I wrestled with this. I really did. But let me give a shout out to Seattle. We thought Seattle was not going to be much anything, but currently they're sitting four and three. In the NFC, they're two and three, but in their division, they're one and one. They're five hundred. The Rams don't look like the Super Bowl winning team. The 49ers... Yeah, they got McCaffrey, but he was kind of bottled up, even though it was his first game. Even though I feel like later on in the season, it's going to be an uptick. And the Cardinals, they're the Cardinals. They're going to beat up on weak teams. And the very good teams, they're going to lose to them, even though they're tied for third in that division, three or four. Um, And, of course, they're 0-2 in their division. So they're not beating nobody in their division. They lose one more game. They got to win three games in their division to even contend for it. My pretenders, Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a hard pretender. Why? Because they're beating up on mediocre teams. Let's just face it. You find your stride against Atlanta. You find your stride against the Saints. They're not world beaters. Cincinnati struggled out the gate. And I feel like as time goes on, they're going to get that struggle back because the media says the offensive line is gelling. Yeah, they're gelling against weak teams, against teams with no pass rush, against teams that's not going to get back there to disrupt things. So I got see, I got the Cincinnati Bengals as a pretender. Uh, my next pretender got to be. I'm, I'm with you on the Tennessee Titans. You know they're two and zero in their division right now. They're leading the division, but 
Divisionist. I mean, go ahead. I mean, divisions, yeah, it's too early to call a division race, but if you're 2 and 0 in your division, you, nobody has stepped up to the plate beach, and then their division is weak. If you really stop weak. the you, you stop Derrick Henry, and it's been proven that they you know Derrick Henry can be stopped. Last playoff game, I know the game that we played them in the playoffs, he didn't crack 55 yards. So he can't be stopped. And then I feel like last year that he came back a little early, but that's just me. Uh, my next pretender gotta be Dallas. Dallas is a hard pretender. They, they, yeah, they was undefeated with their with their backup quarterback. You know, and they lost one with the backup quarterback. Dak is just coming back. He's totally out of rhythm at this point. Their defense, I mean, their defense, other than Michael Parsons, that's it. All right, so my boy Diggs and quiet down. So. I mean, he 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 peaked his rookie year. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, he come on, in, he came in swinging. He he came, he came in strong. Now he came in strong. <laughs> came in strong. All right, my middle of the pack teams. I'm I'm gonna agree with you with Baltimore. Um, Baltimore. Baltimore is giving me reason to go see a heart specialist because they. You can dominate the first half. The third quarter, you don't say nothing. And you got to hold on to win in the fourth quarter. That is not Raven football. That's why I, but I still see him as a middle of the pack team because Baltimore is not completely 100%. My second middle of the pack team. Oh boy. <laughs> middle of the pack. I'm going to go Minnesota. Currently, they're five and one. But they, I, I really feel like they're a middle of the pack team. Either, I mean, with them, it could go either way. Like right now, they're three and zero in the NFC North, and it's been proven the NFC. North, yeah, yeah, yeah. The NFC North is weak this year. Really weak. Like <laughs> the Packers and packed it up. The Bears. I mean, they 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 got to win against New England, but everybody's beating New England now. In Detroit, they only got one win to their name this year, so get ready for a top five pick. But yeah, those, those are my teams. Now this list is going to change dramatically because oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just week eight, and yeah. the majority of these divisions have teams have one or more teams, two or more teams that's under five hundred. Yeah. They got teams that has lost five games already, so. Those are my picks for contenders, pretenders, and in betweeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you saying about the 49ers. Um well I guess when I say contender, I actually look beyond of what they doing in the division because a lot of these divisions are just weak right now. Like the NFC West this is the majority. Is, is, I mean majority of the division. I feel like the NFC West and the AFC North and the AFC South is probably the three divisions in the league that's kind of like mediocre right now. Yeah. The the 49ers, I feel like it's probably the team that's going to be on the upcoming right now. Like I said, the defense is ranked number one in the league overall, if I'm not mistaken. And... With the healthier the healthier they get with with Nick Boza and, and that great front coming back, 
it's gonna it's, it's gonna be hard to beat the 49ers. And I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, the 49ers kind of do a little damage. Well, not they didn't do the damage. Really. They play the Cowboys in the playoffs, but. I feel like with them, that division is just so mediocre. mediocre. Yeah. I feel like they're, they're the best team in that division. Now, you mentioned uh, it was another team that you said that was uh, 2 0 in their division. Um, was it Seattle? No. No, it wasn't Seattle. That would be Tennessee. Tennessee. That's another weak division. Oh, um, I mean, Tennessee, you got Tennessee, you got Indy, you got Houston, and you got the Jaguars. I'm, 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 I'm going to blow that one up in a minute, though, but go ahead. Out of, <laughs> out of, out of, that, out of those four, Houston is, Houston is the worst. So we already did this already with, yeah. um, I forgot what we did, but we already know that Houston is the worst team in that division. I've had a fork, problem. stick a fork in them, they're done. Yeah. They're done. Now the question is, I believe it really is probably in that division is gonna come down to the Jag and Tennessee. I don't think I don't think the Colts can do it with Matt Ryan. I mean he bits though. I he... Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I, I don't I don't got a lot of confidence in the Colts. I do have a lot of I do have more confidence in the Jags in that division, simply because honestly, the Jags built around uh uh, Trevor Lawrence this mm-hmm. offseason. And I mean, their defense has, has turned some heads a few times throughout this eight weeks. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's, but, it's like some teams, well, pretty much what I'm trying to say, some teams are winning their division right now simply because either the division is weak <laughs> or it's a lot of teams that are injury prone and not fully developed yet, quite yet. Mm-hmm. And I believe after we get past week eight, which is pretty much the middle of the season, well, would be the middle of the season. Actually, it's really next week after the middle of the season. But after this week, pretty much, we'll really see what's going to happen because it's going to be a, a lot of, <laughs> like you said, the list is going to change dramatically. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and that's, and I mean, yeah, and honestly, all that was my opinion based on these from this point back. Basically, let me go back to your point about Tennessee, though. If Tennessee can't be, if Tennessee, you you don't you know you don't have a lot of confidence in Tennessee. But look at Kansas City. Kansas City is two and only division, sporting a five and two record. Um, if Tennessee can't do, you know, what I'm saying if, if it ain't Tennessee, then why why that same Logic can't go for Kansas City. I believe the the reason why the, the logic can't go for Kansas is because honestly, um, like my boy Rob Rivera said, which I kind of agree, kind of disagree with his statement, but it's really true. If you look at the contenders that you listed, majority of them have good quarterbacks. Majority mm-hmm. Bills, Josh Allen, Eagles, Jalen Hurts, which not a lot of uh, he's okay. He runs the ball more than he passes, but you know the Giants. He, they are in the contender, but not because of Daniel Jones, because of their defense and their run game. But I mean, majority of the time, you are a contender because of your quarterback. When I seen the Bills in the Chiefs game, which was probably one of the best games I've probably seen them two play in a while. Honestly, 
no matter what, Patrick Mahomes is going to throw that ball. <laughs> I mean, the Chiefs is just not a laydown team. They're not. I mean, no, I, I just don't. It, I, it goes I, to I the final buzzer with them. If you beat them, you got to go to the final buzzer. You got to go to the final buzzer. And I believe simply because they have Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Juju Smith is looking a little better than what he was in uh, with Pittsburgh. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they ain't got no AB, so he he's not going to get a fifteen yard, fifteen hundred yard season. Nah, he ain't going to get nowhere near that. He's definitely. I mean, he he he's all right right now. I think play, he cracks over a thousand though. Yeah, I think he can crack over a thousand, but it would never be to the you know full to the um say what he did. But I, you know, Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes. It starts with, I mean, it really just starts with Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, they're not going to be a laydown team. You're not just going to go there and just beat them just because they're struggling right now, quote unquote. I mean, mm-hmm. and I don't even think they're struggling. I just don't think they, I mean, you lost Tyree Hill. I mean, that's, that's a huge adjustment. You can't mm-hmm. strike nobody with just speed now. So now the game is actually slower for them, but I believe they're still maintaining it pretty well. Mm-hmm. So that's why I and I, I mean, I believe you can compare to this. Uh, I have more confidence in Patrick Mahomes than I ever would in Ryan Tannehill. Or oh, I, Malik, I have even Malik Willis. I have zero I mean, confidence <laughs> in Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Look, and, and, and run game and defense. <laughs> and the reason I think another reason is Chiefs really don't rely on their run game. They really lot, don't. I, I, they really don't. I mean, Clyde Edwards. Uh, Whatever his name is, he do, he really don't get. I mean, every once in a while he, he has a big game, mm-hmm. but it really just starts with Patrick. As long as they got Patrick Mahomes in Kansas and some good solid receivers, they they always until they until somebody find a way, <laughs> they're going to be a contender. I don't care whether they put me and you out there. I, I play the outside, you play the inside. Look. As long as we can catch, <laughs> I can catch. And look. Coach, I can catch now. Like I still got some hands left <laughs> over from my middle what? school days. And at this point, being with some of as, as much success as the Chiefs has had in the last few seasons, mm-hmm. I mean, how can you not have confidence? I mean, how can you not pick them in the contender? You just made my point because we <laughs> we we got to put them as a contender based off legacy at this point. Pretty much. Uh, all right, so. Going back to that playoff game, I think that's what you was talking about when you was referring to the Bills and Chiefs. That game was epic. That game was that was a good game. I mean, Josh Allen didn't even really see the ball after overtime. I've seen Patrick Mahomes do great things. We both seen him do it. I've seen Patrick Mahomes do some not so great things, kind of like he was doing too much. For instance, they, he won the division round. Go to the championship round. Again, that game with the overtime versus the Bengals. What did Patrick Mahomes do? He threw an untimely interception. And basically told the Bengals, there you go. Go ahead and do it. And then we can go back even further. Go back to the Super Bowl versus Tampa Bay. Yes, he was down some offensive linemen. But his reputation is built on legacy. He was supposed to, they were supposed to put up a touchdown offensively. They were supposed to do it. But unfortunately, we all know what happened. But 
Going back to your point about Tannehill, no one ain't got no confidence in Tannehill. I feel like they'll win the division, have a playoff game, probably on the road, and be trounced in the first round. So that's why I can't I call them. Think, I don't even think they make the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, Some, somebody got to win the AFC South. Like I told you, like I told you the other day, off record, somebody got to win these divisions. I've I've seen a team with a losing record become the division winner and have and be in the playoffs. Let's go back a few years. I mean, let me take you back back at the time. Go back to Seattle and New Orleans. The year after New Orleans won their Super Bowl, they had the playoff game up in Seattle. We seen Marshawn Lynch go off. Seattle had a 79 record and still made a playoff. So it's, it's not totally impossible. It's more plausible. So somebody, if let, let's say Tennessee finished eight and nine, Indianapolis finished, was it three and 14, two and Jack, let's see, Jacksonville finished two and 15, and Houston go one and was it 16? Tennessee could possibly Tennessee can go to the playoffs, but to when I and then yo, my definition of contender is winning it all, the potential to win it all, basically. Like out of all these thirty-two teams, who has the potential to win it all? Win it all right now? Buffalo. Buffalo is they? Like I said earlier, is their year? They went full time. Look. This is the same Buffalo team when I was a kid went four times in a row and lost. This is the, it's their yeah. time. I, I I want Buffalo to win the championship. I really want. But I mean, it's Buffalo. Yeah. And and Josh I, Allen is playing some good ball. Here, here's what here, here's what it's going to come down to. In order for Buffalo to win it all, they have to beat the Chiefs when it matters. They played them, they that played is them, facts. They, That's facts. They played them in the regular season this year. It was a it was okay game. I mean, it was it was still a good game. Mm-hmm. Regular season though, I don't. I, I like I said, Chiefs isn't a lay down team. Yes, they lost. Patrick Mahomes still threw over three hundred yards, losing, losing. <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's not it's not too many people. <laughs> it's not too many teams that can a quarterback can even still throw over that amount, losing a football game. <laughs> I mean, and, I mean, Bills, Bills, Bills came to play, but every time the Bills face the Chiefs in the playoffs, they fold. They fold every do you, time. Do you think it's because the Bills is always facing the Chiefs in Kansas City? That too, and and that and, and that plays a major factor. If the script was the script was flipped at least once, Buffalo would have won because everybody talks about how Kansas City. Has that home field advantage and it's loud and blase, blase. Buffalo got some crazy people out there. My bad, Buffalo. Y'all ain't crazy. Y'all crazy about your team. Buffalo got something for you when it comes down to them fans. <laughs> Buffalo don't cut. People sleep on the buff the the Buffalo home field advantage. People sleep on that joint. Yeah. Had Kansas City played in Buffalo at least once. Let's go to the la- that last playoff game. Just did. If that game was in Buffalo, come on, man. <laughs> you wouldn't have needed overtime because Buffalo would have won. I can almost guarantee it. Uh, see, the thing, the thing about Kansas and, you know, 
I believe I'm just the type of guy that it takes a, things a little longer for things to grow on me a little longer than yeah. others. But I will say that I have learned. Number one, Kansas is not a laydown team. <laughs> you, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I this cannot. It, it's just like when the odds are against them, when people think Kansas is going to lose, and people are scared for Kansas. Kansas <laughs> finds a way to make people look stupid. I yeah. will concur with you though that I can't even really fully even concur with you though, even though I really want to. When you said that, Bo- if Buffalo would have played at home, they would have won. <sighs> do, you, do you think it would have came down to overtime? No, it wouldn't have. It would have been finished in the, in, at the fourth quarter when the, when the clock hit zero. It would have been finished. Now, to determine who would have won that game, I can't say. I, I, with, with Buffalo, I believe we can both concur to this. Buffalo and the Chiefs it's, a, it's, are it's probably like, the main two contenders to, yeah. to win it all for the next two. I, I see it happening for the next two, three, if, you know, maybe just for the next two years, maybe. I, I say I say for the next four to five years. Something, you know, one of them is no, going to fall we, off. We got, we got we got teams that's on the uprise right now. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> like the tide come, the tide is coming in. Now. <laughs> I, <was talking. laughs> I mean, the team looking at the clock like you know. But so, all right, but, y'all can y'all go ahead and meet up on each other. We next. I'm convinced now that I just I don't know whether I can go against Kansas right now. Buffalo is the complete most complete team. Yes, they are. Yeah. They have a better defense than Kansas. They're Quarterbacks are equal, but overall, is that team? Yeah. But with Kansas, though, it's just like man. (laughs) But again, again, and please don't get me wrong. Please don't get me wrong. I'm not taking away from Kansas City. I actually believe that if Buffalo hiccups one time, Kansas City could go back to the Super Bowl. I believe that, but think about the dynamics of both teams, right? Kansas City lost a couple pieces, so they're not putting up 45, 46 points anymore. Buffalo, on the other hand, they cruising. And we, we, and we all know that when it's playoff time, it's different. You know, oh, every, yeah. every, every time is different beef. As you as you would say, as you would say, they bet it down when it come down to the play. <laughs> All the way down. <laughs> down to the ground. They bet it down. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> but I mean, I'm I'm gonna put my faith in Buffalo to represent I, I did I, I did good last year when I said the Rams would represent the NFC. I really think Buffalo will represent the AFC in the Super Bowl this year. I think they got a ninety percent chance of making the Super Bowl this year. That ten percent is, is Kansas City, man. <laughs> that that, ten, that that small margin is the margin of you is, is is because the teams catch up to you. They watch film on you. They study you. They do. They do. They study you week by week. Any given week, things can happen. Mm-hmm. And. It's, it's just like with Buffalo, you got to beat Kansas. It's gonna come. It's gonna come down to they beat Kansas when it matters. And honestly, 
I think it's probably like 60-40. I'll say 60-40. You don't tell me 60-40. But <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing I thought about that when I said it. But no, I think it's like I think it's like a 40% chance. <laughs> and and I mean that's a huge margin. Even but, if it's in Buffalo? I don't think Kansas is really scared of Buffalo because their fans travel good too. They yeah, I mean yeah they do, but when you continuously do something like for instance, Pittsburgh was always pushing us out the playoffs, especially in the 2010s. I mean it really started back in 2001. Pittsburgh always trounces out, but it took a few losses to get a win. You're absolutely right. It takes a couple of losses, and, get, and, you know, even though we got Pittsburgh on their tail, and when the, I think it was right in that Killer Bees era, we finally got them. Yeah, I, I, I mean, so I think I, it, I really just, I think it, it probably, I don't even really think it really matters about home field advantage. I mean, yes, home field advantage is nice. In the, in the playoffs, a lot, teams, a lot of teams don't know how to handle home field advantage in the playoffs. I can name one. I can name them. one good one. And I can, then I can name you a few good ones. <laughs> <laughs> I can name one. <laughs> but boy, I don't. I don't. With, with those two, it's like Russia and the United States. I mean, they both have nuclear weapons. <laughs> they both. They both. But dangerous teams. It's like Kansas. To me, in my opinion, Kansas City had nuclear weapons. I think I think people I think I, I underestimate maybe, maybe, maybe I underestimate. I think, I, I, don't know. I think so. I think just a little bit. Simply because and I and I understand why you could be. Because they they're not they're not on the highlights anymore. They're not being talked about right now. They don't have anybody flying past them. You know, Tyree right. isn't doing anything crazy. Patrick Mahomes doesn't run out the pockets on crazy passes, make eye <laughs> passes and stuff like that. I mean He's not doing those things, and 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 they, with Tyreek Hill being gone, like I said, the game is slowing down. It's more like let's run the ball on first down, let's throw Hill on second down. It's more like rather than them saying let Tyreek Hill run, we're gonna eat up everything underneath. Let Kelsey catch all the drags and whatever and seams else and stuff, seams and all that stuff. They can't do that anymore because Mm-mm. they don't have any speed like that on that team. They they really don't, but. They are still maintaining. <laughs> yes, because it's the regular season, and and it's, and, it's, and it's not. And and you know what? When we talked about the division, I had the Raiders winning that division simply because I had confidence in the defense. Yeah, you slept. You slept on them too. You slept on them too. And I had and I had Kansas coming third. Mm-hmm. But even in that division, even with all the struggles within that division. That division is still kind of uh, next year. It's either going to be next year or the following year. You mark my word. With that division, each team is going to have at least over eight, nine wins winning. Denver Broncos going to have eight or nine wins. De- Denver Broncos ain't to the full crust of themselves. They got to realize they got to find. They got to find the Marshawn Lynch. Denver they Broncos. Got to, they, they got is- to resign all the leading the booze. 
in order for us to okay, well, I went blind. Hey, look, I was almost blind right then. <laughs> the Denver bro, I, dog, bro. <laughs> I'm saying they. I mean, they still, they still, they're not doing anything. But that division on paper, if you look at that division on paper, you would say on paper. What can we do to paper? We tear that mess up. Let me tell you why. Because I said, look, I said that this year that division was going to be the best division in football. Look at the look at Denver. The NFC East is the best division of football. uh, Somebody (laughs) say amen. I'm trying to say, (laughs) look, y'all, we preach it better than y'all respond, man. Like, for me, for me, y'all, as far as AFC, it's going to it's going to come down to Kansas City and Buffalo and and Buffalo, hands down. NFC, you might it's going to come down to Philly. That whole division is under <sighs> summon right now. Like it's like whoever like, falls, whoever falls first, whoever who, who's going to fall first. And I think it's the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys. I, th- fall I, th- first. I think the Cowboys will fall first too. And I'm not hating on them. And I and lightly, but I, but, but I don't they don't know how to finish. The Giants and the Commanders. Yeah, I think I think the Cowboys will fall first. That division is. Between the Eagles and the Giants right now, and I can't Pretty wait much. to see them guys play. I want I to see them go wait. at it. Oh, oh my god, that, that's, I might that... go to New York or Philly just to see that. Boy. Listen, like, like ain't nothing but up the street now. <laughs> around the corner, uh, up and down and round and round. That's what it do. But yeah, with, with those with those two teams on the AOC, it's, it's, it's hard for me to choose which yeah. one because yeah. I've seen. I mean, nothing. Excuse me. Nothing really changed about Buffalo, other than for Von Miller. Basically, yeah. I they, mean, and Von Miller gave a lot of experience. If Von, if they, if they, if they would, all right, let's 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 throw the Von Miller. And I, and my badge off for going overtime, but let's put the Von Miller element in there. Let's 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 play a game. You know how Marvel got the what if? Let's throw a what if. What if they had Von Miller on that squad in that playoff game? Now Von Miller. My thing is now he's up in age, you know. He, but he he good for two at least two sacks. I will give him that. Maybe two and a half. I just don't think if that defensive line of Buffalo was what it is now, I I think Buffalo wins that game because it came down to the wire. Now, when you say if Buffalo was in that game, Kansas City had to come do- back. To go to overtime. Let's not forget, Kansas City had to come back. So all they doing is passing the ball. You mean to tell me if Buffalo would have cranked up that pass rush with Avon Miller the way he played last year in those playoffs? It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. I'm. I'm. Just, I mean, that, that. And that. And like I said, that's just a what if. And I'm and I, and I that was reality. Yeah, yeah. I have confidence in Buffalo, and I have. Con- I have, you heard you heard my contenders and pretenders. Yeah, but- yeah, 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 yeah. Seen them too. Yeah, but it, it's just you know, with those two, I, I can't call it, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I just can't. And, I can't and, call it. And, and quite frankly, because it's kind of too early to call. But it makes for it a is. good. It makes but for a good be- talking point, though. Yeah, it, it, it is. 
I think when it comes down to them two, it goes beyond what's on paper. It yeah. really does. It comes it does. between Sean McDermott and, and, and Andy Reid. Pretty much. That's what it comes down to. It's beyond paper. And I really and I think that's I think that's the, the scenario or the concept for every game. Mm-hmm. But really for them two, it goes beyond what they have on paper. It's really about who has the most chemistry and the best uh systematic, excuse me, on that team. Yeah. So yeah. So now, do you believe me when I said that I put Sean McDermott over John Harbaugh? No, I still don't believe you on that. <laughs> no, nah, B. Nah, know. my boy. Nah, Harbaugh. my boy. Look, I know Harbaugh. That's why my head in Baltimore right now. Yeah. Had to get up in his face, you know. Yeah. But, you know, but we can revisit that one soon. But uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it on up here. Again, like we said at the top, thank y'all for joining us. Thank y'all for supporting us. Because without y'all, this would not be possible. Just, I mean, yeah, we 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 want thousands of subscribers and all that good stuff. But I'm glad that we are where we are because we are here. Y'all are there, and y'all are still supporting, and that goes a long way with me. I I appreciate that stuff. We, I mean, we appreciate that stuff really well. So, like, if you're watching or listening, please leave a rating, leave a comment, tell us how you like it. I promise you we'll answer back. If you don't like it, we'd be like, all right, cool. If you like it, we're going to say, hey, appreciate you. Even Either way, we're going to appreciate you. Again, go ahead and get on Facebook and go to the War Room. You know, if you want to be a part of the War Room, just go ahead in there. Uh, also, to the members of the War Room, if you ain't got your picks in, go ahead and get them in now. Because 815 is the cutoff tomorrow night. All right, so, my man, you got anything else you want to add to the Kool-Aid? Nothing else. All right, so this has been the Bad Force Sports Podcast with your man, Fonz. And we out.